Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Karina. And I'm Laura. And we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. On today's episode, we are going to do a recap of the Met Gala 2019. We're going to talk about our favorite looks, fashion and beauty wise. Um, and then we're also going to talk about people who maybe weren't on theme, maybe not the greatest. And on today's double take, we're going to talk about the beauty community. Is it in shambles? I don't know. Um, is the it's there's just a bunch of drama going on, and get because guess what? Uh, we want to chime in too. So stay <laughs> tuned, um, and let's get to it. So this past Monday, just about a week ago, once you listen to this episode, was the 2019 Met Gala. And what that means, if people are not familiar with it, um, it's going to be the Metropolitan. What is it? The Museum of Modern the, Art? Or is it Contemporary Art? Museum. It's the, just the Met Museum. The Met. The Metropolitan. <laughs> you know what we're talking they about. They cover, like, everything. Yes. Not um, just it's, modern art. It's their Costume Institute's annual gala, which means it's the, like, basically the grand opening of their Costume Institute's um, exhibition for the season. Mm-hmm. And this year, it was camp notes on fashion that is the theme Mm -hmm. so every year for the met gala people just kind of try to go outside of their comfort zones for sure um and be on theme and this year promised to be crazy like i was very excited for this theme when i heard um that it got released and so camp i mean if people are not familiar with camp i mean think campy that might help you understand it more and when i think of camp it's see it's over the top it's exaggerated um it's silly it's playful it's zany wacky it's kind of just excess the abundance overindulgence excessive um but using that as a personal like style so how that comes about in your fashion and the styling in the hair and the makeup and the beauty. So mm-hmm. this was a huge moment for everybody attending this year to really interpret that how they will. And I think what was nice about what was really um, interesting for me to see is how each designer interprets that theme. Yeah. And to what extent they're willing to go and put, you know, the most out there designs or um, some paired back choices on the people that were attending this year's Met. Yeah, I mean, there were some really great looks, and I don't know if we're going to go by, like, best dressed or worst dressed, but I think for Met Gala, you kind of have to go best on theme. Yeah, it's not about best and worst, like a regular red carpet. I think it's more like who stuck to the theme, who really embraced it, and then who just kind of showed up in a nice dress. And I've seen some photos of the actual exhibition itself, um, and I follow this uh, fashion blog called Go Fug Yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're all about the best and worst dressed, but they also obviously live for the Met Gala like we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they do have photos of the exhibition up, and of course you can find it on elsewhere on the internet, but I just like that blog. Um, But the exhibition itself is really well done. Um, You know, tons and tons of money goes into this specific exhibit every year. Well, and the Met Gala is the fundraiser. So every table that is full of celebrities, singers, artists, whoever, those tables run upwards of $300,000 to sponsor. So it's a huge fundraiser for that particular part of the museum because 
um, putting on these fashion exhibitions every single year is a massive um, undertaking, yeah. financial undertaking. So this is the one annual fundraising yeah. event that they do off. They you know they have. Yeah, it's a big party. Yeah, the photos look really cool. So if anybody's actually out there in New York that gets to go, Ugh. I believe this runs until. September? I know, and I'm planning on going to New York in October for our anniversary, but I'm like, should I move it up to September? But I know it's going to be just insanely busy at towards yeah. the end of it. Yeah, but if you guys ever get a chance to go to the Met, like, go. I've never been, obviously, I've never been to New York. Um, the Met is gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an experience for sure. So let's talk about looks. Um, yes. And so I think let's talk about maybe our favorite fashion and then maybe our favorite beauty and then at the very end we're going to talk about who maybe wasn't hitting the mark okay so i want to start by saying that lady gaga was one of the co-chairs of this event and karina did you watch the red carpet coverage um i didn't watch it on tv but i did see clips of her entrance okay so she it's it's lady gaga yeah so so she opened the red carpet and so she came in in this huge pink over t- over the top like oversized pink uh ball um, gown so i i interpreted it as her and her like dancers basically spread it out and it made her look like a giant pink umbrella or parachute parachute kind of like a pink <laughs> parachute kind of thing yeah it was super cool it was humongous and so this went on for maybe 20 minutes this whole performance that she did to um at the beginning of the red carpet or mm-hmm. i should say pink carpet yeah um so with every costume change, she and her designer, Brandon Maxwell, who was um, attending with her, would kind of strip her down another layer. So the second layer, after this big, huge pink parachute, it zipped down the middle and unzipped, and it became this um, really long, sleek black dress with a huge... Um, side bustle. Side bustle thing, yeah. like this really voluminous yeah. side hip explosion (laughs) that was really cool and she has these umbrellas and props that she's playing with and then once that came off then it went down it went back to hot pink so it was a really slinky like um is it blonde yeah is it the marilyn marilyn monroe reference like blondes have more fun what is it called um uh, diamonds are a girl's best friend so she has like that slinky hot pink kind of dress going on. And then the last layer is her in fishnets and her gigantic platform high heels and a a bejeweled bra. Yes. And then she wheeled out a pink wagon (laughs) with some, looks like hats in a glass hat box, but it also says House of Gaga on the side. Yeah. So I believe she's coming out with, I think, a beauty or a fashion line. I forget which one. I think it might be beauty. I'm not sure. Yeah, she's coming out with something. So she's always had the House of Gaga ever since she started, but it looks like this might have been some kind of ad for her new endeavor. So that is Lady Gaga. I mean, Lady Gaga had to be the co-chair of this because Lady Gaga is camp. I mean, you think about Lady Gaga's you know, runway, or uh, red carpet look. She has the meat dress. Yeah. She came out of an egg. Like, she is, like, the queen of camp. And her performance opening this carpet was so funny to watch because her facial expressions were just so good. She was just really owning it. Mm -hmm. Um, And her makeup was really cool. She had on these huge um, false eyelashes made out of gold shards like gold paper and uh little like jewels it was very over the top yeah she had little hair bows in her hair which is funny because that's like a a throwback to um what poker face yeah yeah she had giant (laughs) hair bows 
Um, yeah, so, the makeup was stunning. Yeah, she this was is just it was it's great. a Gaga to a T. All right, next look that I want to talk about as far as fashion. Um, I think Katy Perry dressed as a chandelier <laughs> is kind of amazing. I think hers was probably the most over the top look yeah. as far as like being. Oh, and brand. then afterwards she, okay, so she is dressed as literally a chandelier. Um, everybody was saying, oh, she's giving me Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast vibes. It was like more than that though. Oh, oh, because at the after party she changed into a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty it, funny. It was kind of hilarious. Did you see that video of her in the bathroom? Yes. Yes. So she's like in, and like the dress underneath the hamburger was like lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> But it was funny it because was it was funny. not sexy. It was not. Yeah. It was I mean, just meant to be tongue in cheek. Which yeah. I and Katy liked. Perry is also very campy. She always wears like really cheesy, silly costumes mm-hmm. on the red carpet and when she performs. Yeah. Like she was like the the Candyland queen at some point. Right. Remember with that that album. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say another good one. There was yes. a lot of there was a lot of Here girls there that were dressed very showgirly. Yes. Like feathers, but, lots of beading. But so the queen of the showgirl tonight was. So Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so she was wearing a fully fringe beaded outfit and kind of like a share Vegas showgirl vibe and she had this insane headpiece that had huge silvery feathers poking out yeah. on the top of it and she cracked me up down the red carpet cuz she just she like gives looks she has the she gives funniest a pose. poses and she really owns it and she loves it she is like living her best life right now <laughs> i love watching videos of her from vogue where she's just like <laughs> shimmying around at a fashion yes. show and I'm just like yes she's, bitch live your life she's just over the top yeah and she's and amazing I'm into it um next outfit I want to talk about oh let's talk about Casey Musgraves oh in the Barbie she was legit dressed as a Barbie in, you know I liked it but yeah. at first I was like wait what it what I didn't quite get the reference like at the beginning of it I actually preferred her after party look when she was dressed up like Jen Barbie did you see that? I did not see that. She looked really good at no. the after party. Let me see if yeah. I can find a picture so, of it. But it's cute because she also had little tiny sunglasses on her hand, the way that Barbie in the box had them on her hand. And, like, the hair and, dryer purse. Yeah, she had a purse, like, a hair dryer, and it was, like, a beautiful, like, leather jacket ensemble, and she, like, came in a pink Cadillac or a pink, yes. um, what's that? Pink convertible, excuse me. So she, she came in a Barbie mobile. <laughs> she was wearing um, blue contacts, but at some point she had to take them out because they were really irritating her eyes. But yeah. then with the blue contacts, she really looked like Barbie. You know what's really weird is that she, at, at one point I actually thought that was Paris Hilton. Because doesn't she kind of look like Paris Hilton as oh, a blonde? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, she looked really good. Her after party look, there she's with the blue contacts. That, that oh would have been a really God. good game changer, but I but I think it was just too irritating for her. But her after-party look was bomb. It looked really good. Um, And then who else can we talk about? Who else did I really love? Oh, Billy Porter. Oh, yes. He came in on... He was held up on... By, like, six six, men. Six guys. On a little platform, his little... He was dressed as, like, a winged creature from Egypt... He also knows how to serve a good pose, a.k.a. he's on he's pose. On pose. <laughs> um, so on theme. He looked so good. Yes. And and it was performance. Like, I really enjoyed and appreciated yes. the people that used this opportunity for a performance and really just owned it. Um, 
The other one I liked, I really liked Elle Fanning's look because she has this like very 60s Barbie, Barbarella kind of look. Um, her makeup was really beautiful. She just had like a pale blue eyeliner and a lilac lip. But she was like, the look that she had was kind of in my mind what camp is to me. Mm. This kind of 60s, sunny California, like almost like London, you know what I mean? Like mod kind yeah, of she, aspect to she, it. Honestly, like... She's so cute. Like, her face to me, she looks like a cross between Twiggy and Baby Spice. Yeah. She's, and then <laughs> and she had really nails, cool nails. Yeah. She had little, little charms on them. Yeah. Ooh. Violet Chachki. Violet Chachki. She was so, wearing Moschino. She had black opera gloves on, and her dress was legit just a giant opera glove. It this, was cool. The photo of her on the stairs with the, the little glove, like, cascading down it looked really cool yeah that definitely was fitting like the camp theme if yeah you would. am i kind of disappointed that nobody showed up as marie Antoinette? yes i am yes i really was looking forward to like a like gigantic like because vivian westwood had a whole collection of like mm. marie Antoinette dresses and some of those dresses are actually in the exhibit itself yeah and i think it would have looked really cool if somebody came in like giant panniers and corset and a huge hairdo that would have been i honestly thought rihanna was gonna do it but sadly she didn't show there's a lot of our favorite people that are normally on this carpet a lot of them did not show up so that's why i was kind of like sad yeah a little underwhelmed i honestly thought it would have been queen re antoinette like oh my god (laughs) marie antoinette oh my god god damn it i'm good at this so good okay so next who do we want to talk about um i think i think Ezra Miller stole the carpet. Yes. His look was so over the top, so cool. Do we think it's more of the fashion that we're looking at, though, or the makeup? Because his, it's the, it's makeup. His makeup was awesome. So he had an artist who is popular on Instagram do his makeup, and there are fake eyes all over his face, so it's an optical illusion. Yeah, it was freaky, because she's so good at this i kind of almost didn't realize which ones were his real eyes yeah and she puts like fake eyelashes on the fake ones yeah and so it's very 3d looking yeah it's really cool so but, it, yeah. he has like one two three four five six seven eyes all over his face red lipstick and this cute like bob wig and ooh, that's like a chain crystal like a corset like over a, crystal, a tux a crystal corset and then he also has um a mask that he's holding of his face Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I really like it's so cool. His look, it's such a cool look, and he's very committed to the look. Like when I think of this Montclair big voluminous jacket <laughs> thing for the Crimes of Grindelwald premiere, yes, that was amazing. Epic, like See. that was so camp. And then when he dressed up as Hedwig, <laughs> yes, like he is somebody who really knows he how to is own camp. the look. Yes, yeah. he he gets it. He was really cool. So. That was one that was, like, kind of freaky-deaky. Oh, another one was weird. Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. He literally, he uh, brought a replica of his own head. Yeah, and that was at the last Gucci show where there were models holding, model like, fake heads of themselves. That was the one with the baby dragon. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. Down the runway, this lady held a naked, small little baby dragon in her hand, which was, like, a weird, like, Game of Thrones kind of reference. Maybe. But he looked really cool. Um, kind of gender bending as well. He came with Alessandro Michele, who is the head of Gucci. Um, they look like really twins. Neat. It's weird. Yeah, it was very odd. No, um, he did not come with him. It was Harry Styles that came with him. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, but they look 
basically look the same person. Right. But he was wearing <laughs> this long red robe dress kind of thing with, um, like, an overlay of crystals all over the place, which looked really neat. I liked it a lot. Um, Harry Styles was another co-chair of the Met Gala. I thought, I thought his, he was going to go bigger. I thought, I thought so he too. was going to pull like an Elton John circa the 70s, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I he, thought he was going to he was going to pull something a little more flashy, but I actually really liked his outfit. It's it cool. was very understated. Yeah, it's like a sheer um it was a sheer blouse with a, like a pussy bow. Like a giant, giant pussy bow. And he was wearing nothing underneath it, so all his tattoos are, are standing out. But he also had a single pearl earring and wearing, like, high-waisted pants and, like, high heels. I thought it was all right. It's cool. I mean, I think he could have... I wanted to see more. I feel like some of his looks for his own, like... Everyday life. His concerts <laughs> are more, more camp, camp than yeah. what was shown here. So I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Hmm. Um... Do you have any other favorites that um, are just standing I actually, out? I actually really liked Kim Kardashian's look. Yeah, let's talk about Kim Kardashian. So who was she wearing? What she was, was wearing uh, Mugle, and it was apparently like one of the f- like the first new piece that he's made in like twenty years, and I think mm-hmm. they're coming out with some kind of collaboration together. She kept saying there's more to come, you know, BRB. Um, so this look was actually super interesting. And so at first I thought it was a little much, but then the more I looked at it, I'm like, okay, I get it. This is definitely camp because it's over the top. So she is wearing, um, is it silicone? Yeah, the dress it's is made silicone. out of silicone. So it's ruched silicone and she has a corset on underneath and it's cinched her waist to, I think she said 18 inches. Oh, Jesus. And you know her, like, you know, yes, we know your, your hips are fake. Um, but her, it's basically made her body shape camp, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Very it's exaggerated. The over-exaggerated proportions. Um, and the dress itself looks like she just walked out of the ocean. This is actually referencing an image of Sophia Loren, mm-hmm. um, in a similar dress as she's walking out of the ocean. So it's actually, actually wet and like sticking to her. But the crystals on this um, dripping off and her hair being kind of wet at the ends, it looks really cool. Her makeup was really cool as well. I think she's wearing contacts, but the Mm -hmm. smoky eye and that like exaggerated nude lip looked really good. Yeah. It was just a wet look. I was into it. And then Connie's in the back just wearing like a hoodie. Yeah. At first (laughs) I was like, whoa, what is happening? Like, what is going on? Why is her waist so small? I think it's a really cool concept. Yeah. But when I saw the... um, Vogue had a behind-the-scenes look at her getting ready and getting uh, fitted for this dress. The amount of work it took and, like, that silicone dress just looks so uncomfortable to wear because it's literally, like, plastic wrapped around your body. Yeah. And that corset is so tight. Um, But the more that I look at it, and it she looks like a moving image. Like, it looks like she truly is, like, captured coming out of the water. So it's a really cool concept. And the more that I look at it, the more, the more I, like, appreciate um, the thought behind it. And I, I like that it's also kind of referencing her Vogue cover, because she was mm-hmm. on this month's cover of Vogue, where she is wet. Yeah, she's dripping. It's, yeah, she's dripping wet on the cover of Vogue. And I was like, oh, I get it. Right. God damn it, Kim, why are you, like, I hate to love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do. But I'm into I do. It. I'm into it either um, way. Speaking of Kardashian Jenners, um, let's talk about Kylie and Kendall. So they were both wearing Versace, um, and they were both. Um, so let's talk about Kylie first. So yeah. she was wearing a deep V strapless kind of like fishtail gown with like 
crap tons of pastel lavender feathers. Yes. And I saw on her Instagram stories that she was wondering whether to do a giant feathered headpiece or the giant feathered sleeves. But she ultimately went with the sleeves. And I think that... That the better that choice. was better because the other one kind of reminded me of Jamiroquai or like Pamela Anderson. Yes, yep, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. And yeah, I think she looked and the um, overlay on the dress is an actual crystal lace. Yeah, it's really so cool looking. I love seeing the behind the scenes footage of making the makings of these certain gowns are really I feel like give me more of an appreciation of why they are camp and why this is yes um just on theme. tons and tons of feathers and she also had a long straight wig to match so it's a pastel lavender mm-hmm. um candle was in like this fiery orange and the silhouette on this is super pretty it's there um it's another deep V but there are straps um, like a halter. And the feather, the feathers cascading down her left arm. It looks so cool. She kind of looks like, she like looks she's like on bird. fire mm-hmm. or like a bird of paradise or something. Yeah, she definitely has this like retro showgirls aspect and her hair was uh, styled in that kind of certain way. I think they looked, I think they looked good. They definitely brought it more than they brought it versus past Met Gala. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, is it as campy as I wanted it to be? Not really. Probably I think it's not. more sexy and like their style, which I understand. Um, but it definitely is more exaggerated. So yeah. I do think it fits the bill. Um, there's just a lack of like silliness to it. Um, I think they take themselves too seriously yeah. to be silly. <laughs> I mean, Kim takes herself seriously but that outfit was she'll do actually anything. super cool she'll do anything for fashion yeah she'll do anything for a look yeah um let's talk about janelle Monet. oh i love this this is kristen siriano and she kind of looked like a walking picasso and so mm-hmm. she's known for pretty much only wearing black and white yeah um but kristen siriano freaking out did himself so this is a really cool outfit i thought this was perfect so she has First of all, she's wearing a headpiece that's literally four top hats in one. And her makeup was really cool. It's all black and white eyeliner. And it's it's kind of like two halves of a dress, but on her left on her left breast, um, the cup of the, the bra was a giant black and white eye and these long feathers for lashes, but the eye blinked. That was really cool. I thought that was really cool. Um, I think this was really well done as far as Kristen Stereano. Like, I thought this was just a really cool look. Yeah, I really liked it. It's very over the top. She really worked, um, the image. Like, she would hold her hands in, like, a specific manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that, I don't know, for some reason, Kristen Stereano is, like, a chameleon with his fashion. Like, you can never I, really tell it's him until you know it is. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. it's always kind of surprising. I thought that was really good. Um, ooh, okay, so I don't know who this girl is, but her name is Julia Garner. Maybe she's an actress? I'm not quite sure. Probably. <laughs> um, but she was wearing Zach Posen, and she looked like a silent film star come to life. She's wearing this beautifully draped silver and gold gown, but she has these little straps that are, like, around her around her shoulders and around her wrist, that when she lifts them up, it's attached to the rest of the dress. So there's this very voluminous, like, billowing, draped shape. And this yeah. silhouette is it's so classically, so like, Zach Posen. Yeah, this is a very Zach... It's, it's very Zach gorgeous. Posen, but the 
but the extra details kind of put it over the top for me. So I yeah. thought this was so beautiful. Zach Posen is known for his like like impeccable draping mm-hmm. skills. And this is like another example of that. And so we're going to, obviously guys, we're going to be posting all of these pictures on the Instagram um, because trying to describe them through audio doesn't it's really hard, yeah. do them justice. So you're going to have to like look at our Instagram pictures um, to fully appreciate um, all of this stuff that we're, that we're looking at right now on Laura's phone. Mm-hmm. But she also has this headpiece that looks like roses and thorns and her hair is kind of like wild and curly and it's very like soft and like ethereal. It's she kind soft. of reminds me of an Alphonse Mucha. Mucha. Yes. Yeah, she looks she just looks she reminds beautiful. me of an Art Nouveau piece. Yeah, it's very gorgeous. I love that. Um yeah, okay, so were there people that really were just not doing it for you this oh year? Oh my god. Okay. I feel Can like we talk about Giselle Bunchen. <laughs> fuck like what are you wearing she's literally just i mean it's a very pretty gown sure i mean that's great for red carpet but this is the met gala it's literally just a pretty pink dress like that's it with pleats that's it that's all it was and her hair is tom brady's wearing a fucking burgundy velvet suit i'm sorry but no you're just yeah why but like don't show up if you're not gonna be i just i almost feel like they should have dress code and be like "Mm, no try again like Put on a headpiece. Maybe on... they should like submit looks before. Can you imagine? <laughs> Anna Wintour is like, I'm gonna need to approve. Oh your my outfit. god! Honestly, she should. It's not Shit. far from happening. Hey, you know what? I also didn't like Anna Wintour's look. I did not like it. It was fine. It was. It was just like a Chan- She always wears Chanel to the Met Gala. Oh yeah. Um, I thought it- she looked good, but it's very Anna. She's never gonna be the one in the spotlight. It's not her place. I mean, but she's the one that, like, puts this stuff on, right? I know, but she, she always the wears this. I mean, come on. She hasn't changed her hairdo in, like, 30 years. She's I not going to go crazy. True. Um, Who else was not that great? Hailey Bieber. Ugh. Okay, here's the thing. Her makeup was beautiful. I love the soft pink 60s vibe. I loved but the bow in the hair. I love I the platinum blonde. I don't see what about this is camp besides there's, that there's a thong. Like, no, that's it. Yeah, that was really weird. She's wearing this baby pink sequined very long gown it's a high it's neck alexander but the back wang. is fully cut out and then she's wearing an alexander wang thong and that's kind like of there's, it okay so you know how like where the thong kind of comes together at the back it's just a crystal that has alexander wang on and it, it. like no, it just says wang it just says is, oh it just says wang which is weird um but yeah yeah this doesn't say camp to me yeah this looks very 60s like barbie girl i like i like the look but for the Met Gala, no. Yeah, it's a no for I just me. thought it was... And I think yeah. without the thong, it would have been prettier, right? I mean, the thong I... is weird. Well, I, I think don't think that's what made it camp to her. The I don't thong? know. I don't know about that, guys. I love that somebody literally called it like a whale tail. I'm like, what yeah, year is it? it is. Um, yeah, um, that was just very kind of boring and weird. And like, I don't need to know that you're wearing a thong that says wang that's weird to me <laughs> i don't know um, thong that but the says glam wang. was really pretty i liked that um somebody else that i did not love oh there's a lot of people that i just like didn't love um okay zendaya it was fine it was the performance of it okay. also i just hated the bodice on well, this dress let's describe what she's wearing Ugh. she's wearing a literally like a cinderella gown she's supposed to be cinderella um, I guess this is Tommy Hilfiger, but the gown lights up. There was somebody, I think one of her people it in her was glam squad. Luxury Law. Who's that? Law Roach. He, he's her stylist. Oh, okay. So yeah. he... He was he was the fairy, fairy godmother. godmother. 
he starts waving a wand and all of a sudden her dress starts lighting up from the ground up. So basically like that scene in Cinderella where she's bibbidi-bobbidi-boo and all of a sudden she has this gorgeous gown on. But you know what? Not a gorgeous gown. And here's the other thing. Claire Danes did this in 2016 on yeah. the Met Gala. Yes. I just It was don't a light understand. up dress by Zach Posen. And it was the exact same like is it getting Pale bigger? Blue. Yeah, it gets bigger, actually. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, it gets more voluminous. Um, so Claire Danes also did a, a light-up dress, but this was for the, the Met Gala where the theme was something about technology in fashion. Yeah, Manus and Machina. Manus Machina. Yes. Um, and so I get, like, they said that the story behind this was that, you know, Zendaya has been on the Disney Channel. She is, like, technically a Disney star. And this was kind of her transformation into adulthood so this is like her last gasp of being like a child star and now it's like you know she's gonna be in this very adult hbo show coming out next month so i think they said that you know this is probably like her last chance to be fun with that kind of fashion and she's like this is her cinderella moment she's becoming a an adult, like, serious actress. But but I just, I think it was cute, but I don't like the dress. It would have been better if Claire Danes wasn't in that outfit two years ago on the same red carpet for <laughs> the same event. That's the thing yeah. that's the weirdest part about this. It's like, it's a cool idea, but if we've me. already... Excuse me, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> but we've already seen it. That's the thing. This is not an original idea. Yeah. And especially for the same exact event, that's yeah. kind of weird. I just, I, I mean, know. I think it would have been better if it was, like, legit, like, a copy-for-copy copy Cinderella dress instead of this weird clunky bodice. Like, I don't, I don't quite understand. Yeah, it was a weird, I mean, a cool idea, but, like, it's, it was already done. I mean, for me, it was, like, the performance <laughs> of it that was, it was camp. I get odd. it. It's fine. Who else did we not? Okay, I need to talk about Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so she showed up in Tom Brown, and Tom Brown is very camp. Tom Brown is very weird. He's like, a lot. And he's not somebody that you see people walking in his designs down the street. They're, they're not pretty. They're like artsy. Marks. They're artsy. They're out there. They're exaggerated. So she shows up in this big red quilted Tom Brown confection, and it's pretty, but I also feel like she's trying to be Rihanna at the China Through the Looking Glass premiere with that big voluminous cape coming down the stairs mm. and I think a lot of people try to do this where they show up in the biggest longest train because it's, photo op. it's that one photo opportunity and it just looks big but I don't think the look itself is quite exciting because it's one it's very monochromatic she has red ruby nips and I believe she has red can you move your hand mm -hmm. um red coming out of her vajay area so it's like, are you menstruation personified? Yeah, but everything is red. The whole thing is red. I don't know. It's just a lot. And I, I I, think it was, I don't know, I don't think it had to be that big. Like, there was a lot going on here. I mean, it's camp. But it wasn't that, in. oh, it wasn't that interesting. I don't know. I think she looked okay. It was I think she looked better at with the um, Terry Mugler. Oh my god, if they would have swapped outfits, I her think. Her Grammy's outfit was I mean, that outfit is in the exhibition. And that's probably why she couldn't use it. But if she was wearing that, she would have won. Yeah. Because that, in a, that Venus coming out of the seashell was camp personified. Yeah. Okay. I have to talk about Carly Kloss. Yeah, what are you wearing? Okay. Carly it's a Kloss. gold mini dress. Is with... this Gucci? This is Gucci. It's literally a gold mini dress with two black puff sleeves on her arms. Like, that's <sighs> it. And these weird, like, 90s crystallized heels. <sighs> it's very boring. 
Her look is very boring. Her mm. makeup is just nice and nat. It like a meh. meh red carpet look. Very boring. I am totally bored by this. What I don't even I like think, the color choices. What I think would have looked really cool is if she had taken something from like the Versace archives and really ran with like a 90s look. Or Gucci. Why didn't anybody wear John Galliano for Dior right? from the 90s? Right? People. That was pure camp. Yeah, he's dressed as like a pirate in his normal life. Yes. Like, basically. But. I mean, I know that he was problematic for a while, and I feel like he's been out of the spotlight for a very long time. But at those this point. designs are but like. But his designs were so iconically camp and over the top, and yeah. like, like that trashy nine, like early 2000s look that like mm-hmm. everybody wore. Oh, yeah. <gasps> that would have been amazing if somebody came in head to toe like Ed Hardy. Yes. <laughs> Or something just so or like tacky. Von Dutch. Yeah, like very tacky. Or like full on, oh my god, if somebody... Okay, remember when Katy Perry came to... Was it another VMAs where she literally like took the Britney and Justin I Denim just moment? I was going to say that. I was like, what if she just like redid that? That would have been hilarious. Yeah, I, I just, think I, I think people that have fun with it and don't take it so seriously obviously get better results because, guys, it's camp. It's not meant to be taken that seriously. Um, I'm also kind of disappointed that somebody didn't show up in, like, a bedazzled Troop Beverly Hills outfit and took it, like, oh. literal camp. Celine Dion was like, I don't know what camp meant at first. I was like, are we all going to sleep overnight at the Met? And we're like, no, Celine. It's, she's French. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about makeup. Um, and we're going to take a really short break, and we'll be right back. All right, so let's talk about the beauty at the Met Gala. Karina, what are some favorite makeup and hair looks that you saw coming down the pink carpet? So I really appreciated uh, Lily Reinhardt's look. Um, I feel like the silhouette of her outfit was really similar to what she wore last year, but her head looked amazing. (laughs) Uh, She was kind of channeling Marie Antoinette with a lot, like a pretty large bouffant updo she had pretty flowers in her hair but the blush was like draped along her hairline and down her cheeks and it looked really cool I really liked like it's like pretty ethereal but I just I thought she looks really good yeah I really liked her beauty look um she looked almost like a dead Marie Antoinette like kind Mm. of like sick looking but in like a cool way if that (laughs) makes any sense I don't really know yeah um might have been all the pink but her outfit was didn't really wow me but I did really like the color of that blue dress that she wore. Because it kind of matches her eyes. And it had like that Marie Antoinette kind of vibe. Um, what else did you like? I also really liked Lily Collins. So she was channeling like, okay, Priscilla Presley getting married to Elvis. Oh. The giant bouffant hairdo. Almost like um, flowers Elizabeth in her hair. Taylor. A mm, little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so she had like just a wash of lavender eyeshadow with like a big cat eye wing. Um, It looked really cool. She was super, super 60s looking. And she also had a really large bouffant hairstyle. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. Um, Another one that I really liked is Aquafina. So she kind of matched her like metallic gold dress with gold eyeshadow, but these really cool crystals like applied along her eyes. I thought it looked really nice and also that lipstick color is really pretty it's like this beautiful like rusty orange i yeah. thought she looked really cool this was really pretty and it's subtle like it wasn't so over the top just from the first glance but when you looked at like a close-up then you could see the texture yeah. of yeah. the crystals the detail of the makeup is really interesting mm-hmm. to look at i really loved violet tchotchke she did her own makeup 
Um, and I think this took her like three or four hours. Yeah, probably. So she has a very, but this is a very violet look. She has a very exaggerated, um, almost like a Dita Von Teese look, but with a very bright blue cut crease. Um, she looked really stunning. Another one that I didn't mention in our favorites of like best dress, but Joan Collins really like turned it out. <laughs> For this theme, and she looked, she's wearing this crazy diamond tiara. Yes. Diamond humongous necklace. Yes, Joan. Diamond earrings, the tousled hair. She is back in Dynasty, and she, she is so good. She is Dynasty. Like, she oh looks like my a God, queen. I am obsessed. <laughs> um, another look that we really liked was JLo. She had a very insane crystallized headpiece that she wore, but these beautiful amethyst um, eyeshadow. And just a really smoky purple. Yeah, she was wearing this gigantic amethyst rock on a like on her necklace. It yeah, was she looked huge. good. And the uh, and the makeup just matched it. I thought it was really pretty. Yeah, she so had she a really like a, pretty. She dress. was like a little crystal goddess that night. Very crystally, very like covered in diamonds. Yeah, the eye look was really cool. She had really like intense eyelash like fake lashes. Um, everyone really? was kind of going for exaggerated lashes. lashes. Yeah. Speaking of lashes, let's talk about Gigi Hadid. She was wearing Michael Kors and looked like um Elton John. I kind Is of look at Elton okay, John so reference. As I'm looking at it now, it looks like the jumpsuit. It's a jumpsuit with like a snood. Like a headpiece. <laughs> like with like a headpiece. Um and it actually almost looks like wood grain. Kind of. Like it's sequined wood grain. But her eyes are, it looks like almost like foiled paper mm-hmm. cut into lash shapes around her eyes. And other than that, she was wearing just like a nude lip. And I thought it looked really cool. It was a really effective look. Um, yeah, lashes were like the thing. Like like we said, Lady Gaga's lashes are like gold. And then she also has crystals on her face. Lucy Boynton always looks really cool on the red carpet. She was wearing a really... Um, heavily beaded lilac and like light blue gown and her hair was dyed light blue to match but her makeup and her makeup artist is joe baker and she always makes her look so cool so she has faux um crystal lashes but glued onto her face with a really like brushed up brow and a soft lip but the crystals just make her look like a little dream fairy she looks like a fairy yeah i I love love it i and i love that she is so fine with taking risks not just at the met ball but like everywhere else yeah i think she was like on her best dress this entire red carpet recap remember when we did that Mm -hmm. episode yeah she was like always on one of our best dresses. yeah she just looks cool all the time um sophie turner was wearing louis vuitton and her eye makeup was a smoky teal blue, almost like a blue-brown kind of look with a that very exaggerated um, shape with glitter hair. It was hair. Like, a, like the shadow into a, into a wing. It was really cool. She mm-hmm. had like, yeah, glitter pomade through her hair, slicked back. And she was like the only one in Louis Vuitton that looked good because I <laughs> honestly just, I do not care for any of the Louis Vuitton looks at all. It's yeah. always these awkward dresses with boots and it just... No. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o always brings it. Um, so she, first of all, she had a giant fro with a, like six different gold picks in it. I thought it was so good. That looked good. And she also had blocked out brows, but her entire eyelid from, you know, lid to new drawn on brow is just nothing but glitter. Yeah. Just glitter in like basically like an eye look made of glitter. That makes sense. Yeah. That was a cool. brow color, a lid color, a transition color, just glitter. It was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, Laverne Cox really looked good. Um, it was like a bright, uh, light blue moment, but also like a cool applique on her lips. Oh. And she also had a really good, really cool outfit. I thought it was really interesting. 
And yeah, again, guys, looks... we're gonna be we're gonna be putting more pictures on, so don't worry. She looks like she's from the Hunger Games. Yeah. Like I kind of liked that people were channeling some of that, like that weird, like over the top, weird hair. Yeah. Like, and I love that. I mean, some people really kind of went tame on their makeup, and kept it more insane for the outfit. But I mean, on I honestly, like it's go crazy. Just go bonkers anywhere you can, guys. The the theme is balls to the wall, people. Oh my god, what if next? What if next year's theme is literally balls? To the wall? No, next year's <laughs> theme guaranteed. Mark my words, will be a Chanel retrospective for Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah, sorry, probably. not a Chanel retrospective, just a Carl Lagerfeld retrospective. Yes. Because Coco is long dead. Sorry. Well, but Anna Wintour was, like, very good friends with him. Mm. Um, okay, like we said, Ezra Miller, if anybody has looked at this, you have to go to the art, uh, the makeup artist page who did his makeup because her work is batshit I think her name's insane. Mimi. Insane. Yeah, I don't... I was looking at her page yesterday. I couldn't rem- remember what her name is, but she does this illusion art, um, illusion makeup, and it is so detailed. It is nuts. Yeah, looking. at first I didn't know which pair of eyes to look at. Like that's right. how good she is. <laughs> it was really cool. Looking. Really well done. Um, there was another guy. Oh God, Michael Yuri. Can you look that up real quick? Michael so I, he was wearing he was wearing a tuxedo and dress, basically cut oh, in half. I think uh-huh. that was also Christian Siriano. Not a hundred percent sure. That that is not the right Michael Yuri. Um, look for Christian Siriano. Okay. Um, so <laughs> he also had so like the side that was the tuxedo was also in like basically like femme makeup, and the side that had the dress was basically oh, like yeah, so yeah, he yeah. had hair had facial hair on the side with the dress and tattoos mm-hmm. and just like man like male groomed and then on the side with the tuxedo he oh, had a full-on i see it was like a full-on gender swap that's cool i really liked that look a lot yeah that's really interesting is this christian siriano who did this it yeah, is it yeah. yes yeah siriano fucking brought it yes very played the theme and did not play it safe which i really like yeah i didn't even realize his makeup was like gender swapped on oh mm-hmm. that's really cool i really liked that yeah so, really also did a great job with that, Christian Siriano. Yeah, so those are some beauty and um, There's all, I mean, looks. obviously, we have a lot more favorites, but we don't want this to be, like, crazy insane long. It, you know, we could talk about this for a long time, but <laughs> it's harder to talk about fashion, but because we need to see them in pictures. So, we are going to make um, probably multiple posts on Instagram. So, our Instagram is at Podcast. Um, so that is going to be up tomorrow when our episode airs. So uh, check that out. Um, you know what? Comment on it. I want to know what your guys' favorite looks were. Yeah, it was just weird because so many of our favorite people were just not in attendance. <gasps> yeah, let's talk about an in memoriam for those who didn't attend. Okay, <laughs> one, queen of the Met Ball, Rihanna. Yeah. Where were you? I don't know. Where was she? Oh, she's working on new makeup. Oh, and her new fashion, new fashion line. line. <sighs> that's funny when people ask where's the new music she's like bitch i'm making way more money doing this exactly um yeah so rerun rihanna was not R- there rerun rihanna was not there that was really sad she I could have she been marie antoinette i i mean i'm like kind of disappointed in how good that pun is dang yeah that, that was, was an opportunity that was hard that was an opportunity. We were all it's, waiting. I kind of just wanted to see her in a hot, like, actually not even a hot pink. I'm a neon green, mm. a highlighter oh. neon Marie Antoinette hairdo. Ooh. 
sky high with a giant voluminous dress. Like, I mean, come on. It would have been amazing. That would have been really good. Uh, Also not in attendance this year was um, another one of my favorites for the Met, who always looks gorgeous no matter what she does, Blake Lively. Yeah, and she's pregnant. We've seen that. She just came out on, like, her husband's weird Pikachu movie, like that red carpet. (laughs) And so she's pregnant. But, like, where are you, Blake? We miss you. You love this kind of thing. And she loves this kind of thing. But also, I always find it so interesting that she doesn't have a stylist. That is the weirdest thing to me. She styles herself, and she kills it, like, every single time. Like, she always looks great. That would have been really Um, good. Who else was in there? Oh, Beyonce. Yeah, Yancey, where are you? <sighs> I think she just, honestly, she might take herself too seriously to go camp. Well, that silicone dress she wore that one time was kind of camp. I mean, yeah. She can go camp. She wore, the, like, her Coachella performance, she looked like Nefertiti in the beginning. That's camp. She could have just showed up wearing that <laughs> with some backup dancers. Oh my God. That would have been great. What if she just showed up wearing her outfit from the single ladies video? I, I'll take it. <laughs> that would have been That's amazing. fine. Or... Something from her Dustin Child days. Yes. When, when Mama Tina designed those sure. outfits. Can you imagine? Yeah, I missed I missed a lot of, like, our favorites. I feel like it would have changed, like, my entire outlook on the whole pink carpet. I felt like it was good. I just, I wanted people to, like, keep going with it. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel like a lot of it was kind of, like, maybe not pulled back, but it's like they had maybe. Too glamorous. Yeah, people went more glam than camp. And I'm like, guys, guys. I really wanted somebody to look like Barbarella. I mean, there's so many looks that I really wish could have been on the carpet. Like, in my own head, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, yes, the Cinderella thing would have been cool. But what if you did the Marie Antoinette thing? I'm still gunning for that. Right. Or, I don't know. Like a 60s mod look. Yeah, I mean, Elle Fanning kind of did that. Mm -hmm. She had little, like... I dream of genie hair going on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, obviously it's for fashion and I get that. Um, but I think in the exhibit, and if there's any pictures of the exhibit, I'd really like to see them because I really feel like people could have taken it just a little bit farther and a little bit more yeah, the out- silly. The outfits that you see in there are what you what you know is camp. Yeah, like I, I wanted it to be like irreverent silly playful not taking itself seriously like bad taste like that's kind of what I was looking for it was like so bad like it was good again you know what I mean like so bonkers over the top that it was like oh yeah okay like I kind of like that exactly um yeah so what were your overall thoughts Karina I thought it was really cool I think I I liked actual like the diversity of these looks because Mm -hmm. some people took it in a way that you never thought could be camp a la Kim Kardashian but I think like the more I think about it it's like it's smart yeah Um, and that was an outfit that you had to really like take a second look at and really understand like why the choices were made yeah and the more I looked at it I was like wait where have I seen this before I'm like oh I get the reference it's that it's that image of Sophia Loren Mm -hmm. um and some people were just like Technicolored crazy town. Like Lupita Nyongo was like in this highlighter pink tool and feathers and glitter everywhere. It was bonkers. It was bonkers. So she yeah. took it to like fun camp. 
Sure. And some people, like Violet Tchotchke, took it to, like, glamour camp. Yes. Like, with that... And especially, like, being a drag queen, their whole nature is to be camp. Yeah. I kind of wish Trixie Mattel was there. Like, that is the... Like, when I think of camp, I think of Trixie. She is (laughs) pure camp. Yeah. Like, her face is camp. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Her face is camp. I also like the way that some people played with, like, proportions and, like, gender bending. Um, Yes. Luna Waith. Yeah. Waith. Um, Mm -hmm. So, she and some... um, her, you know, whoever was with her on the car, but I actually don't know. Sorry. Um, they wore, like, large zoot suits almost, but the pinstripes were actually lyrics to songs. Oh, I didn't if know you that. zoomed in. And also, that. I was reading that the buttons on their tuxedos were, like, custom made. And so I believe that Lena's buttons were um, basically portraits of LGBTQ pioneers. What? Yeah. So it was very, very well thought out. Did you see the back? It says like black drag queens invented camp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing I, I wish people would kind of touch on more was that this is a very queer, um, camp in and of itself is kind of derived from queer culture and it's not just fashion. It came out of people, exaggerating in that like in doing that yeah. space the, like this was their form of self-expression was dressing that much over the top oh i totally see that that is really cool if you guys look up if you go to lena waith's profile she has close-ups on her outfit and yeah the details are what makes this because i literally just thought it was a suit that said black dragon no, invented the, camp i think pictures almost like don't do a lot of these outfits justice because mm-hmm. you really have to you oh have isn't to that the guy close. from what's it called no, no, not okay. That's not. We're yeah, not, they have like they have an exaggerated um kind of like shoulder pad kind of situation. Yeah, almost like a like a zoot suit or something. Oh, it's Pyre Moss. Wait, yeah, Pyre Moss is a black um fashion designer who's been doing some really cool stuff. That is really neat. I like that. Yeah, I think the the details of some of these outfits, like I think from far, like if you get kind of just like your your regular red carpet photo it kind of doesn't do it justice especially if it's like an extremely well thought out very detailed outfit um so i love instagram for that because a lot of people are sharing like just basically like the minute details that you normally wouldn't have seen and i think that's what helps us understand it and appreciate it more mm-hmm. um yeah so i think that was a really cool choice for for lena wave love um, it okay so are we going to talk about this week's double take? Is it time to spill yeah, that let's, tea? We're going to have to take a really quick we're gonna, break. We're going to take a break. We're going to sip some tea and then we're going to go spill some tea. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Okay, so guys, there's a drama going on in the hashtag beauty community right now. So <laughs> let's talk about it really quick. Um, I don't really have very many thoughts on it. I just think it's funny to watch. Um, again, I don't take the quote unquote beauty community seriously. Like influencers are just that they live on my phone. (laughs) They live on the internet. They, you know, they talk, they talk about their friends. They have their friends on each other's channels. And then sometimes these friendships break up. So, uh, what's happening right now is Tati Westbrook of the YouTube channel Glam Life Guru who I personally have watched for a few years now. I really enjoy her. Um, She posted a video the other day basically saying why she is no longer friends with very popular, as of three days ago, Instagrammer and YouTuber James Charles. 
Um, basically saying that he kind of like went behind her back and did a deal with what sugar bear hair vitamins or something Mm -hmm. and posted basically a sponsored ad on his Instagram, uh, fully aware that it would kind of hurt Tati because Tati actually also has a supplement brand. Right. Um, she's never done any kind of exclusive deal with him and he was in no way under obligation to like be loyal to that but at the same time it's she kind of laid it out and was like hey I've supported you like me and my husband have supported you mm-hmm. and helped you find agents helped you helped negotiate deals better deals for him mm-hmm. and he's she literally said that he wasn't getting a great percentage with the Morphe deal and so he came to them asking for help and she said that her and her husband were able to negotiate a deal on the side that was, like, millions more yeah. than what Morphe would have gotten him. And so he used that deal that they got him as leverage, as leverage to get more money from Morphe. So he's basically a millionaire because Tati and her husband helped him. Right. I think this whole issue is that, first of all, I don't follow either of them on YouTube. Mm. Um, James Charles is not in my demographic. He's not no. somebody that I prefer to watch. His uh, his personality is not my type of his, personality I'm sorry, that I, but I like. He's people, too much. So people like that kind of personality. I, f- I personally think he's very grating. So he's annoying. And so basically I watched, so Glam Life Guru, she has a, like a 45 minute video. Very She's, she explains all of the reasons why she is no longer friends with him um, in a very calm dis- and very, like, to-the-point yes. matter. And can we, I mean, not to be, like, ageist or anything, but I also follow Tati because she is similar in age to me. Yeah. She, I believe, is 34 or 35 now, whereas James Charles is 19. Well, that I mean, but that is a big difference because I like somebody who is either around my age or does makeup the way that I prefer to do my makeup and has a similar personality type to me. I don't like somebody with a very out there personality. It's just not who I like to follow. It's not who I am. And I understand that a lot of people like that. And that is totally fine. Like, I don't, you know, you follow who you want to follow. But the actions that he has taken over the last couple of years where he has literally just skyrocketed um, into this huge influencer on the internet... Um, I think he has, like, well, he apparently had lo- has lost 2 million followers in, a, in just a couple of days' time. And Tati has gained 2 million. Yeah. So, which is insane. So I think he now has 14 million subscribers on YouTube, which is still an insane amount of people that follow him. Um, but the actions and the just cash grabbing, basically what that what ad is, he probably got paid tens of thousands of dollars to post that on Instagram Mm -hmm. and knowing that that would hurt Tati who is a very good friend to him and who has always like had his back and given him support and so I do think that this action was warranted by her it's It's shitty yeah what he did is shitty it's it's a direct competitor with her it's like why would you do that to somebody who you is your very good friend honestly like who has promoted you who's helped you get to where you are yeah that's a really shitty move yeah that's really and for what for money you're 19 dude like why are you burning bridges so fast 
And now, ooh, girl, today. There's a lot so of, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of backstory to this that yeah. I don't know. And right. I, cause I don't really follow this kind of stuff, but I think it's just, it's so funny to talk about. But Jeffree Star, who I also don't really love. I mean, he is, they're both hurt. Okay. Jeffree Star and James Charles, both problematic. Mm. Both problematic. And, but he I, has also the personality type and the lifestyle that I just don't it's vibe very, with. Yeah. It's super flashy. Right. He literally had like a, tour of his vault his vault with basically with millions of dollars of worth of like fashion accessories and stuff anyway jeffree star another very famous youtuber instagrammer also has his own makeup line he and jeffrey or he and james charles were friends as well and actually him james and tati were in videos together a lot because they would hang out a lot Mm -hmm. um and today on jeffree star's twitter he basically said that everything that tati said has has been a hundred percent true like Mm -hmm. well james charles is yeah so some of the allegations that tati brought up is that he has been catfishing straight boys into giving him nude photos he's um and when we mean catfishing what do you mean well apparently this has come out that he is posing as girls online to get nude photos from straight men. Jesus. Um, so he's been accused of that, and I've heard from several different sources that that has, in fact, been true, and it's been true for a while. Wow. Um, his behavior around... Um, I She said that, like, you know, I invited all of my friends and family and your parents, and the things that you said were really uncomfortable. Like, apparently he's very just... Doesn't really have a filter. Mm. Um, and I and I think, like, he'll post videos about the, the quote-unquote beauty community drama <laughs> as if he is somebody that is above the drama, number one. Number two, knows what the solution is for all of this drama. And he kind of just has this mindset where it's all about money. Like, I remember him being on Tati's video not too long ago calling out the owner of Makeup Geek and saying, like, well, your brand isn't doing as well because you're not paying influencers. But, the you know, the matter of the fact is that Makeup Geek doesn't have the money to give $100,000 to one influencer for, for one, one ad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a huge amount of money for a small brand, especially um, a small brand that doesn't have brick and mortar, is only really online. There's a few mm-hmm. of their her items at Target. Um, and he just kept calling her out and saying like, well, you know, if you had a traditional advertising, you'd be looking at twice as much. So you could just pay one person that amount. And it's like, he doesn't have the, I don't know. I just don't think he's fully aware of what goes into building a brand and making it successful. And you're thinking like influencers are the be all and end all to the success of a business. He also got flack for his Met Gala post. He attended the Met Gala. And he said that, I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to look this up because the things he said on his caption about going to the Met Gala got a lot of flack because he basically said, here we go, it says, thank you for inviting me, Alexander Wang. Being invited to such an important event like the ball is such an honor and a step forward in the right direction for influencer representation in the media, and I am excited to be a catalyst. Oh, no. What? Girl, calm down. He is so far up his own butt. Like, uh, what is influencer representation? That is not a minority 
<laughs> oppressed group. Yeah, y'all you have get like to fly millions. To, you get to go to Turks and Caicos with tart makeup. Like, that is so <laughs> retard, like, ridiculous to say that influencer representation is sorely needed in the media. What is what, what is the media? About? What is Instagram if not media? But what do you mean? How dumb. important do you think you are? Yeah. How dare you being like this is a step forward in the right direction? And I'm happy okay. to be the catalyst. Me. Okay, so you're a white man thinking <laughs> yeah. like you, because you're on YouTube that there needs to be more representation of influencers that people are not embracing you enough. You're a multimillionaire. You're 19 years old. How? Also, like, men in makeup is not a new thing. How lucky are you? I just think people are like, oh my god, men in makeup. It's, it's, no, it's, it's been around, guys. It's been around a lot. It's only now that it's becoming this huge popular thing because, yeah, some of these guys have, like, for real talent, like, not gonna be, like, I, dismissing that. I think it's just, he thinks, and for somebody he who, thinks he's so great. I mean, but for I somebody just, who has not oh. put in the time and the effort and, Using his platform to, like, I don't know. Like, I look at Makeup by Mario. He's been doing this since he was a teenager. He's mm-hmm. now in his 30s. He's been working hard. He's put in the time. Like, you don't just become a sensation overnight and then think, like, the world owes you something. Like, you <laughs> have to put in the time and the effort and be kind. And, like, I just don't think he understands that people use hard work to get places and he and he just thinks like yeah things are owed to him because he has a following yeah and i and i told karina yesterday i said like without my phone he would not exist yeah like you you're only somebody because of instagram or youtube if people don't have those apps they they guarantee you have no idea who you are yeah exactly so i don't understand where this entitlement is coming from (laughs) it is bizarre to me so this whole situation is blowing up. His career is, you know, a little on shaky ground right now. But he posted that's, this. Re- that's the t- <laughs> he posted a response video too, and it was so awkward to watch because he'd take all of these like long, like pained pauses, and I think he was like legit trying to squeeze tears out that just would not come. Yeah, they did not. Come. Um, he's pulling a Laura Lee. That's another story. I don't even. I barely know the story, but that's another story. But. I don't know, dude. It's like you're 19. Like, you can't get just your like, shiz together now before you And you have you lose to develop it. good relationships with people because once people think, oh, well, he's problematic, they're not going to work with you, aka you're not going to be getting paid. Exactly. So you need to pay your dues, especially in such a fast-paced, like, industry like our beauty community and, like, being online and being an influencer. People have receipts. They can look all of your Twitter info up they can look (laughs) at any little detail of your life up and once that comes to light people will drop you and the proof is in the pudding here it's happening right now yeah and his behavior around you know like playing these like sexual games with people like that's not okay and that's predatory that's not okay at all um anyway okay so that was the tea those were our thoughts we don't even I mean, know what's going to happen. I kind of love when people are like, the beauty community is in shambles. And what does that mean? Like, I don't <laughs> You mean that the YouTubers are in shambles? Or three people. One, three one, people. One, like, everyone's gang- uh, ganging up on one person. That means it's in shambles. Yeah, I don't really understand. I just think it's hilarious. It's just weird. I mean, guys, we're obviously not taking this seriously. We're doing a double take, but we're not taking this seriously. Trust no, us. it's so I think bizarre. It's, I think it's funny more than anything. I just think he needs to grow up and understand that not everything revolves around you. No. 
The world does not um, stop for influencer. And I'm sorry, but girl, you're just you never even match your foundation right so don't talk to me anyway all right guys thanks for listening we will see you in a next see you you'll hear us in a next episode next week (laughs) um and thank you for listening to our met gala recap we hope you enjoyed it we will be posting uh inspiration photos stuff that we like stuff that we didn't like so let us know your favorite looks and your not so favorite looks. And if you have any uh, info about this community, the beauty community sh- in shambles, do you have opinions about the beauty community at large? Yeah, uh, what we want to know. Does this mean we're part of it? I guess. I know it's so strange. In our, mood. it's a very strange little world that we've decided to dip our toes into. But mm-hmm. you know what? We're here. It's fun. We're living. We're living. Okay, so follow us on Instagram at Glow and Tell Podcast. Drop us a line at glowandtellpod at gmail.com. And subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you find your podcasts. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Karina. And I'm Laura. And we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about using self-care when you're under the weather. We're also going to be talking about how to incorporate new items via samples into your skincare routine. And on today's double take, we're going to be taking some more questions from Dentalia's blog. Thanks for listening.